Okay, welcome to the 195. I'm Nathan, the features editor at Gallivant, and I'm here with the CEO and founder of Gallivant, Christine Drynan, who's going to talk to us today um, about what it's like to travel during a pandemic. So we are now about seven months into this this world lockdown, although most places have been officially taken out of lockdown. Uh, Christine, tell us where you've been going and, and how you've been managing uh, travel at this time. Well, as you said, it's been seven months since the start of the pandemic. And I did my part for the first three months when everyone was on lockdown. I stayed home. I cooked up a storm. We created all of these fun videos. And I even learned to bake. So from March until June, my time was very productive being locked down. And luckily, the numbers in New York got to be a lot better. And when we had our first opportunity to go somewhere, I hopped on an airplane to Aspen. And Aspen's like a second home to me. And it's really a place where I just felt so comfortable being. I was one of the first tourists to come in, but it was really, really busy. A lot of people have homes in Aspen. Uh, one of the things people were saying was the airport in Aspen and the airport in Jackson Hole were the busiest airports in the United States because everyone was flying their private planes in there. <laughs> well, what, what was it like going through the airports uh, for, for you as somebody? I mean, during the pandemic, I know we're also, you know, it's hard enough to get a coffee standing yeah. six feet apart from people. What's it like going through security lines and just dealing with the airport experience? Well, just to establish this first, I was not one of those people who was on a private plane. I did fly commercial. <laughs> and okay. I've been on 18, over 18 flights since the start of the pandemic. And every single one of those flights has been a commercial flight. And so I do have some experience when it comes to transiting through airports. And up until recently, the airports were completely empty. It's mm. like you saw no one in sight. And it was actually eerie to be at JFK, to be at LaGuardia, to, to be in Denver, to be transiting through to Salt Lake, some of the biggest cities, uh, biggest airport cities in the world, and to have it be completely quiet. And so I have to say that air filtration systems have always been good on airplanes because airplanes could, would be petri dishes otherwise, but they're now even better. You have never seen a cleaner airplane in your entire life. Like, literally, you could probably eat off the seat in your airplane. The planes have been so clean. And I want to give a shout out to Delta and to JetBlue because these are the two airlines I've been flying. I've never seen cleaner airplanes. I, I have no statistical evidence of this, but I'm willing to bet that it is probably harder to go grocery shopping at a Costco where there's no air filtration system and more endangering than it is to be flying right now. <laughs> I, as somebody who was recently at Costco, I can verify that's probably accurate. <laughs> yes, I would imagine. Social distancing here, people. I mean, for the first <laughs> time since March, I went into my Whole Foods um, in New York. The first time since March. I've not been in a Whole Foods since then. And I looked around and I was like, I don't think I'm going to be in a grocery store until the end of the pandemic. It's going to be Amazon Prime for me from now on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the smart way to go. I wish there was like an Amazon Prime for travel that you could just go to a new place, you know, next day delivery or something like that. But <laughs> it, in terms of, I, I saw... <laughs> I made this uh, prediction privately to a friend um, maybe five months ago, so two months after everything was kind of shutting down, and I said that I, I thought that maybe airlines, um, the customer service was going to get a whole lot better. The in-flight experience would be a lot better as they're attracting more people to come back. Has that been the case, or has it been par for the course? How's that been on the customer side? So you must have a crystal ball, because... <laughs> 
the airlines are so grateful to have people flying. And my first flight that I took, I was sitting in, in my seat and the flight attendant came over and the crew had signed a note for me thanking me for coming back to flying. And it was one of the nicest things that I think I've had done for me ever. And just the sincerity of that. So the service is really incredible. Like people are there, the flight attendants are first there for our safety, of course, but they know how hard it is to fly and how much stress it can cause and anxiety, especially when you're not flying normally. Um, I wear a KN95 mask and then I wear like a cloth mask over it. Um, I make sure I have lots of hand sanitizers. I constantly wash my hands. Um, when I have to use the lavatory in, in the airplane, it's been the cleanest I've ever, ever seen a lavatory also. Um, so your prediction was right, Nathan, the, the service has been really great, especially on Delta. Okay, and, and I, I know that some airlines were doing even like cancellation fees, they're waiving, so you can just get a credit if you have a problem or run into some kind of travel. Um, have well, you had anything running in? Now it's time for me to give a shout out to JetBlue because, Part of what we're going to talk about today is there are so many challenges with traveling internationally right now, and you really have to want to go international. Um, but with that said, I was supposed to go to Dominica, and I was transiting through St. Lucia for one night because there are no direct flights from New York to Dominica. And the night before I was leaving, Dominica decided to impose a five-day quarantine in a mandatory mm. government facility upon arrival, which is, yes, a complete hard pass. So I am there, it's over Labor Day weekend, and I'm with a friend. If it's me, like, it's a little bit easier to pivot, but of course I want to make sure that my friend is safe and she's not jeopardized and this is not stressful for her because travel is my job. Travel is a vacation for everyone else. And so JetBlue allowed me, and they allow everyone to change their flights, no cancellation fees, no joke. I changed my flight over a dozen times I did oh not get one change fee, not one change fee the entire time. JetBlue was so awesome. And their representatives on the phone were really amazing too. But the wait times were very long to get to a representative. You know what though? I'll take the wait times over a hundred dollar change fee, especially 12 times. Holy cow, does that add up? It was crazy because when you're in St. Lucia, we were trying to figure out what our next move was going to be. And we had to, to transit through a couple different cities. And it was very challenging, like a lot of logistics. And then we got to Jamaica and it was not exactly smooth sailing in Jamaica either when we got there because we we're misclassified as returning Jamaicans, even though our passports were clearly U.S. because they were having a system glitch. Once again, all these countries are trying so hard, but this is a completely unprecedented new circumstance. And it's also so so challenging like you have to make sure that you're not bringing COVID into your country by allowing your borders to become open again so you know between the COVID testing having to be within 72 hours and most of the time those tests aren't coming back from the emergency care places for 10 days you know you're really hustling and pulling in a lot of connections and trying to make things happen so International travel, for me, it was worthwhile. I've been to Jamaica, I've been to St. Lucia, I've been to Turks and Caicos. I'm headed to Costa Rica next month. I'm going to Belize, I'm going to Dominica. I'll probably be on another dozen flights before the end of this year. Um, but the international travel is challenging. 
The domestic travel on, travel, on the other hand, now this is a time to explore the U.S. If you're American, explore it to your heart's desire because there's so many amazing places to travel here. Well, and so, yeah, let's talk about that. Do you have any like uh, tips or strategies for people who either have to or get to travel right now, both international and domestic? How can they do it uh, safely? Um, what kind of tips would you give people who are trying to get out there? Well, first on the international check those regulations constantly because things are changing on an hourly basis. And you can't rely upon your hotel, even when you're staying at a great hotel. I was staying at a great hotel in Dominica. I was the one who informed them of the new regulations that Dominica had imposed right before we were supposed to get there. Make sure you are checking those websites and you are right on top of it. Uh, the other thing I would say is you have to get travel insurance because most countries are requiring you to have evacuation insurance and some sort of provision for hotel rooms. So for Costa Rica, in addition to having medical evacuation insurance, you have to have $2,000 worth of hotel reimbursement in order to be allowed in in case something happens to you and you test positive when you're there. Um, you're filling out a health declaration and then you're also getting that COVID test. And so if you are going to fly international, make sure you have your doctor on speed dial because that's normally how you're going to be able to get your test. And the testing, now we have the 15-minute rapid test. That test is not accepted in all of the places. So there's a difference between a rapid test, which is done by saliva, and a PCR, which is the swab, the brain tickler that everyone's talking about. And some countries will not accept the rapid test because their systems are just still catching up. And so if you're flying international, make sure that you have your visas locked down, you have your all of the all of the moving parts your immigration forms your pcr tests or your rapid tests whatever it is you really have to be on top of it when you're flying international that's a, yeah, that's great advice so you have to check the regulations constantly um go on the website stay informed you have make sure to get travel insurance and make sure you have provisions for hotel expenses if you do unfortunately test positive um, and then get all of that paperwork ready in terms of visas make sure you know which covid tests are acceptable or are not acceptable and like you said get your doctor on speed dial in case of an emergency um, and then with domestic travel, you said that you have a, a full mask and plenty of hand sanitizer. Have you found it's easier to travel um, domestically? And if so, what would be your tips for uh, even just going through security lineups at airports and keeping cool? And uh, what, what tips would you give for domestic travel? Well, for domestic travel, my tip is let it rip. Go out there, explore. Are there deals to be had? If you're going mid to lower tier travel, yes. If you are going to top tier hotels, let me tell you, the Amangani in Jackson Hole has had the best year it's ever had in its history. They are completely booked up to the reduced capacity that they are allowed to book right now to respect social distancing. And so there are no deals to be had <laughs> at the top tier hotels. I was looking at Miyamo, which is this incredible wellness spa. Also, no deals to be had. I went to Santa Fe, no deals. The rates are definitely fully priced when you're traveling very well. Um, so, but let it rip. Other thing too is 
you don't have to get to the airport two hours ahead when you're traveling domestic. Um, I'm going to take Hawaii completely out of this discussion because they have not really been allowing visitors. Like it's Hawaii's its own entity. I'm treating that as a foreign entity, as a not part of the United States, but <laughs> anywhere in the U.S., the airports are starting to pick up. More people are traveling. So don't cut it too close, but like you don't need to be at the airport two hours ahead for a domestic flight. Um, the airports are pretty manageable. Just make sure that you got that KN95 mask, which is not the N95, it's the KN95. Um, we got to save those, those other masks for our healthcare workers, of course, and our frontline workers. Um, but it's really just about being in the experience. Know that it's going to be a little strange. Know that you are not going to necessarily be very comfortable with flying with a mask. If your flight's going to be longer than two hours, I would bring multiple masks because those masks just get kind of damp and yucky and you just want to change out your mask. Um, so bring multiple masks. Do you need to wear gloves on the airplane? I have not been wearing gloves on the airplane. And if I were you, I would just kind of like take it easy. Know that it's going to be an adjustment flying because you're going to be flying with a mask, but also enjoy the experience. It really is such an interesting experience flying during a pandemic. Yeah. And like you said, with the airports just being totally empty, picking up now, but still slower than we're used to, it must feel like an Armageddon movie or something where you just see these empty hallways that are normally packed. Um, look, gosh, thank you so much for taking the time and, and speaking to us about this today. Um, and it sounds like you have a lot more travels coming up. You have, you said you might have a dozen more before the end of the year. At least a dozen more flights. Uh, if there's a country that's allowing me in on the Y95, I'm headed there this year. Excellent. Well, thank you again for sharing your expertise with us and helping us travel more safely, both internationally and domestically. Again, if you are taking a domestic flight, go have fun, let it rip. Don't have to show up two hours early necessarily, but make sure that you have the right protective gear, uh, the K9N95 masks, um, and bring a couple extra so that you can change on longer flights. That way, it's, it's, it, you don't just feel gross for the last leg of your, of your flight. Um, thank you, Christine, again, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to chatting with you next time. Thanks, Nathan.